Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No This is Comic Cast on PodcastArena.com. Here's your geeks, John Lee and Michael Carroll. Oh, hello there, Internet. Welcome to issue 455 of Comic Cast on the eve of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm Michael Carroll alongside Jong Lee. Jong, how are you? I am good. How are you, sir? I am good. I am obviously excited because we are just a few days away from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And I, there are other things I, I do want to talk about today, but I have to admit I am addicted. I have an addiction problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am addicted to Marvel Snap, which is... Oh, me, me too. Okay. Okay. We are. Not, I'm glad I'm not the only one because, Jong, I just started it maybe last week week and a half ago or whatever mm-hmm. i'm addicted to it it's really fun it, it is it is very fun and um it's uh it's i i play a handful well not a handful i play just a few mobile games and like uh you know it's uh i i kind of try to get this fix and i you know it's uh it, it i have a in terms of gaming i probably have some uh, addictive personality <laughs> and um, mostly play um, Clash Royale. And I'm like, oh man, like I, I want something else to play while I'm like, when I'm, if I'm tilting and that kind of, that kind of thing. And so it took me a while and I finally found something that is very, very fun. And Marvel Snap and this, I wish they would pay us. <laughs> uh, Marvel Snap is actually uh, very, very, very fun. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I do work uh, during the day and, uh, when I get, you know, when I get bored or I need a break, I, you know, open it up and, you know, if you play any game could probably take anywhere between what, five to 10 minutes, depending on how fast uh, your opponent is playing. But yeah, yeah, Yeah. man, it's a six rounds of pure joy and strategy. And deck building, I didn't expect mm-hmm. I would be so into deck building, but here I am, a deck builder. It's it's fun. It's it's really fun. I was I was unsure of it because you know with a lot of mobile games, you run into the 
microtransaction deal. And there mm-hmm. is microtransactions in this. There, don't get me wrong. But like I used to play Marvel Strike Force, and it got to a point where I was playing that game, and it just got to the point where I couldn't progress unless I spent money. And that kind of killed the vibe for me. And mm-hmm. so far, I've been able to have fun, play a few matches, like you said, just, you know, they don't take too long. And just kind of dive in when I when I want some little game action, you know? And it, it's been a fun game. It's a fun mechanic, uh, the way this, the gameplay works with you versus your opponent and the locations and all. And again, the deck building is pretty fun. And I have yet to purchase. I don't think I will purchase anything in it because, you know, some of those prices are outrageous. But the, the fun of it, I think, is still there. And you can have fun with it without buying anything. Yeah, and I think the biggest issue is uh, in terms of just pricing is it's ten dollars, man. That thing yeah. is ten bucks is a little too little too rich. I think if they priced it at like five bucks, it would have been like fine, and I would have, you know, I would have maybe thought about it. But it's just like I, I just you can't at ten bucks. That's just like I can't do that, man. Like it's it's one of those things where. Um, I, you know, it's, it's a fun game and I don't think, uh, I don't think I would ever probably save, I would spend any money on, um, on the game unless, unless they bring the price point down. And, um, the only issue that I have is when I see somebody that has purchased, uh, you know, when you progress, it's like a, it's like a, what do you call it? Like a progression system where, Like uh, you get a certain amount of experience points and then you hit like a, a marker. And then when you hit that marker of experience points, you get certain things like mm-hmm. uh, uh, avatars or that kind of thing. And the thing is like the avatars are locked for the free to play players on certain one of these. And when I when I face somebody that has a locked av- avatar, that has actually purchased the game or purchased the, uh, I guess the quote season pass. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to have cards that I've never seen before. <laughs> and I want to say about seven or eight times out of 10, they usually win because they have, they have cards that are just a little more OP than the free cards that you get. That's the only little thing that bugs me. Yeah. If it affects gameplay, that's, that's very frustrating for sure. Uh, I've run into, I think, probably a couple of those. I've been held in my own okay, uh, but there, there is definitely moments where it's like, uh oh, I've, I'm going up against a whale, and I did not expect this. I am about to get destroyed um, in different, in different moments. But it's, it's still been, it's, it's been fun, and it hasn't cratered my, my enjoyment of it as of yet. That's good. That's good. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, I hope that uh we're both playing this game you know when when we get to uh when we talk about it like from from a year like a year from now so it's uh i i i'm thorough i'm 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 enjoying myself right now and i want to temper my expectations just a little bit so i don't i don't get my hopes up too high because Mm -hmm. uh these games can you know turn very quickly oh for sure and and like you mentioned uh the season pass that they have because they they do do it by seasons and like the the symbiote chapter just wrapped up and then they just started a new one was it yesterday or today 
in regards to Wakanda. I forget what the name of this current season is called, but it's like three weeks and then it's a new, another new season, which means another, another season pass, which means more money. And it's like, uh, I don't want to do all these season passes. I'll just stick to free. And I'm having fun just being a free player right now. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's it, yeah, it's it's been good so far. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't have. I mean, you know, knowing that you're not paying for uh, paying for the game, I that you know, I I feel perfectly perfectly content on you know what uh, the the offerings that they give me. Yeah, exactly. Same here. I totally did not expect us to go on a Marvel Snap <laughs> tangent as long as we did. I didn't realize you were playing it. I'm so glad you are. Glad we could share in our our, our love of Marvel Snap. Uh, but now we got to get to our Black Panther Wakanda Forever coverage because this is the last episode before the movie releases. Uh, yeah. But first, you can follow us on social media. I'm at Producer Mike 975 And I am at One Punch. And you can rate, review, share, subscribe the podcast on all your favorite platforms, five stars. That would be cool. And you can email us cometcastpod at gmail.com. Uh, Jong, I texted you earlier today because like I said, we are on the eve of black Panther Wakanda forever. And I figured this could be a big, bold predictions episode just because we don't have a lot of time to go into too much today. We, we are both short on time. So I have come up with some questions to kind of get us going in terms of what we may be expecting going into this. Some of them uh, more focused on the story, but like with this first one, I kind of just thinking box office because I'm seeing different reports about what Black Panther Wakanda Forever's box office is going to be. And I've seen a lot of numbers. So I ask you, sir, will Black Panther Wakanda Forever make more or less than the opening weekend total that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness had. And for reference, that film had the has the biggest opening weekend of the year so far at $187 million. So will Black what? Panther Wakanda Forever make more or less than that, would you say? Uh, I think it makes more. Mm, okay. Would you say because 2018 Black Panther the first one opened up to 202? Would you say around that number? No, I think it makes less than that, but somewhere in between. I'm gonna say like maybe 190, 195. You think? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's gonna be it's gonna it's one of those movies that you have to go out and watch. I I think you know it's. Uh, uh, we're so this is this is where we are i feel like with um uh with uh with with movies it's like we're at a place where the blockbusters are going to do very very well mm -hmm. and i and i think that the you know the art more of the artsy movies i think are going to struggle and people are going to go watch what they want to watch and then you know um they're going to watch they're going to um, consume um, the things that don't do that, that get good reviews in, in, in the box office. I think they're going to, or I guess on, on review sites and that and, and, and whatnot, I think they're going to watch those movies at home. And I think, I think everywhere, everything, everywhere at, all at once, I think I can never get that. Um, <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once, I think, is a decent example of that. I think that – and I think Nope is a good example of that. I think people watched both of those movies more at home. And I think 
everything, everywhere, all at once grossed in the United States $69.5 million. And I think it did gangbusters uh, on demand and also purchasing and all that stuff. So that is a great example of movies that, from all indications, is going to sweep the Oscars. But it's just people didn't go out and watch it. And I think mm-hmm. this is what we this is what we're looking at post pandemic wise. Yeah, the the more indie or Oscar nominated fair is probably going to be stuff that doesn't do well. I mean, in general, that's been the case, but I think even more so in recent times, even like the rom-coms, it, it takes like a special ingredients to get that to be a box office success. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent example I can think of is Julia Roberts and George Clooney tickets to paradise. I think mm-hmm. that movie is doing well, but I think a lot of that has to do with the star power behind it. Whereas, something like everything everywhere all at once that one for me i've heard about it it's something that i think word of mouth has done wonders for that movie uh, i just haven't had time to go check it out as of yet and i want to watch that movie because i've heard great things about it so i agree with you blockbusters are what are getting people out there and also that's where the month like i was getting tickets today for black panther wakanda forever and I had to be like very choosy of my times because there was some prices where it was like 24 bucks a ticket and mm-hmm. others that were like 14, 50 and 12. And it's like, man, prices are ridiculous right now. Even early in the day, I'm not even trying to catch it at seven o'clock. It's just, man, prices are a lot right now. Yeah. I, I don't know why they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that seems a little ridiculous. And I mean, I get, I get it. I get um, I get them trying to dynamic price uh, their their stuff, but it's uh, it, it's uh, it's that's a little. Uh, I feel like that's a little. Um, what's it called? Uh, it's a little. I don't say bush league, but that's a little. Uh, it's distasteful, I think, to me. It's it's one of you for folks that are purchasing tickets, and I, I think this goes in general. Just be careful when you're purchasing, because like I almost bought 3D tickets, and I was like, wait a minute, that's. I don't want 3D. I don't want 3D for this movie. Yeah, be very, very careful because what I clicked on and I thought was standard was not standard. So because like you said, I think a lot of the dynamic pricing is 3D. You got Screen X. I don't even know what that is. RPX, 4DX, 3, I don't know, all the the 3Ds and everything. You just got to be careful about what you're picking um, because sometimes it's not very clear. So, yeah, this movie, though, I think does make a lot of money. I don't know that it makes $202 million. I've seen as low as 175. I say as low. That still would be one of the top movies of the year. But I do think it beats Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I am with you. I think like 190, 195, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the other questions... I, I was going to ask, but it's like, I, I think it's pretty clear who is going to be taking on the Black Panther mantle through the marketing as of late. So I'm not going to ask that. But I will say, which character are you most excited to see in Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Um, Riri Williams. Uh, I, I want to see how they introduce her and integrate, uh, inter- integrate her into the MCU because this is essentially an origin story for her. So uh, I, I think that this is, um, yeah, I want to I mean, we, we not too far removed from Iron Man. So I, yeah, I'll just, I, I kind of want to see how they incorporate her. 
Yeah, I'm very, very curious to to see that and how they tell her origin story and how it fits and how she is like involved in in Wakanda and everything. I think for me, I, I mean, this is probably like low hanging fruit type thing, but Namor. Namor, oh, yeah. Namor yeah. is looking real, real, real cool in these tra- like in these trailers and and marketing pieces that has me pretty, pretty hyped for him. So I think the character that I'm most excited for in this movie, uh, which character do you think is most likely to steal every scene that they're in? Namor. Namor. Okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, that's a, I, that's an easy, quick answer. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I can offer i mean i'm not going to offer an explanation but just just because uh i think so many people rave about the performance and um the the new baddie of the mcu so it's uh so i i mean i i think i yeah i that's i really don't have a <laughs> ton of explanation for that but i think that's everybody's uh anticipating a couple of things one I think they're they they want to see how they pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman. I think everybody loved it uh, from the earlier screenings, and the other part is uh, the Namor is portrayed very very well. Yeah, Tanakwertha is playing Namor, and I I do think that he could very well steal every scene that he's in. Again, he just looked incredible. That's why I'm excited to see the character. I will say an option too, Winston Duke as Mbaku. I feel mm. like he could steal some scenes. And, and and the thing with uh, Winston Duke, I think, is since ever since he was casted in the first Black Panther movie, for me though, I never saw Winston Duke in anything. So like uh, other when when he came out as uh, uh, Mbaku, and then once he came out as Mbaku, he, he got casted in um, uh, several projects, several big projects, and you're know, like, man, he, this this guy can really act and. Um, yeah, I'm Winston Duke is another one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'm expecting him to have a good performance. I did not know, but apparently Black Panther was his like very first, uh, if I'm c- correct, was one of his very first films uh, that he did. Yeah, because he did TV. Yeah, Black Panther is the first film that he did. He had done TV series up to that point, but that was the first movie he did out of the gate. And that's that's a big movie to <laughs> to make a debut. Uh, but he he's going to be. I imagine he'll be great. Sticking with the Namor theme, will Namor be the main villain or antagonist throughout the movie, or will there be a secret villain that will pop up? You think? Ah, uh, man the the obvious answer I think is yes. I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we get. I mean, I think a post credit to set up the bigger uh, universe is gonna be out there. Whether it be Victor Von Doom, which I don't think, I don't think it's gonna happen. But yeah, I I I think Namor is the main antagonist throughout the whole movie. Hmm, okay, I'm gonna say I kind of agree with you, but I think I think the main conflict will be between Namor and Wakanda. But like a a secret villain, I think might be the U.S. government in terms of just trying to steal vibranium and whatnot. Oh, okay, okay. I can okay. see that. I, but okay. like a, a full-on like Ulysses Claw, like obviously he's dead, but like somebody along those lines, I'm going to say no, and I'm going to agree with you. I think it's just straight up Namor versus Wakanda. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I, the, the, having the U, United States government and, government and having them trying to basically weaponize their army to, uh, by stealing vibranium makes sense. I could see, yeah, I could definitely see an evil U.S. politician of some kind. Um, 
Do we hear the word mutant used in Black Panther Wakanda forever? Yes. And I think Namor is going to be referenced as a mutant. I agree. I I think that's more than likely going to happen. Of all the things, that's like closest to 100%, I think. Who do you think that's going to be coming from? Because the obvious person would have been Tony, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. keeping track of, you know, some of these people. Um, uh, does Bruce play a, uh, play a role in this and, and he comes up with the whole mutant thing. Does, uh, does, uh, does, you know, general Ross, is that, is that one of those things? I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, I, I'm trying to rack my brain around who, who comes with the, the, the term mutants. What about, um, Martin Freeman's character? Ever, is it Everett Ross? Yeah. 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 yeah that, that makes sense too. So. Um, and is this where we get them trying to, the starting to try, uh, like to to get um, them? What do you call it? The government a handle on these mutants and yeah. basically have the Mutant Registration Act somewhere down the the future in a few few more years. But we have that hint of yeah, this is going to be a mutant, I or agree. like this is the Registration Act is the precipice is is upon us. I agree. I think. Like in She-Hulk, they mentioned there's more and more metahumans or whatever they say popping up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's leading us to mutants. More and more mutants are popping up. And I, I possibly Ross gives it, or maybe this is something where it's one of those mid-credit sequences or something like that. Yeah. Um, this one's going to be hard to answer just because we haven't seen the movie. But does Angela Bassett's performance get her Oscar consideration? I think of the people that are in this movie, I think she's probably the one that's going to get Oscar looked at the most. That's from all accounts. What I've heard, she's the one that's getting possibly an Oscar consideration. Does she maybe get an Oscar nom from this movie? No, it's a comic book movie. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. I Um, mean, if the first, if the first black Panther movie didn't uh, get any kind, you know, big uh, award nominations or recognition, I don't think, I mean, it has to be on the lawn, uh, uh, you know, in the lines of the Joker. Like that's, that's, that's what it has to be. Um, the Batman is probably going to be the closest to, to it. I still don't think the Batman wins anything. Um, it has to be something artsy fartsy like the Joker. Yeah. That's probably our next best bet in terms of getting a nomination of any kind. Yeah. Um, well, the last question I have. Is, it's not even a question. It's just give your big, bold prediction for this movie. It could be in terms of the post-credit. It could be in terms of where it moves the MCU. What's your big, bold prediction? I think we get... I think we get some kind of big reference to Laveria. Laveria, yeah. Yeah, I think... That's the closest thing we're going to get to Fantastic Four uh, reference. And I think they're going to have, you know, like how they did in what was what, what movie was that? Um, Iron Man 2. They were they referenced uh, they had like uh, Wakanda in the background. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to get. And I think that's the closest we're going to get to a Fantastic Four reference. And I think I think we're going to people are going to see it and be like, oh, they're referencing the Fantastic Four. So I just thought of this because my big, bold prediction is kind of with yours. I think Latveria, because this is being described as a geopolitical thriller, I do think we hop around. I do think there's a chance that maybe there's something that happens at Latveria 
that maybe not major, but maybe they have to go, maybe they have to visit it in some way. And that leads us to our introduction of just the country itself. And that leads us down the road of, like you said, Fantastic Four and Victor Von Doom. I think Latveria and possibly Doom is my big, bold prediction for this because this is the end of phase four, unless you want to include the holiday special for Guardians. To me, this is the the chapter close of phase four for the MCU and the multiverse saga. And if you're leading towards Secret Wars and you want to tease a big bad, you obviously, you have Kang, but Secret Wars does involve a lot with Victor Von Doom. And I feel like there has to be some kind of reference towards him. Maybe it's a very subtle thing, like you said, or maybe they have to go there, like in, in a sense, like they have to visit uh, Sokovia or something like that, or, you know, just visiting it for a little bit and then leaving and not necessarily showing Victor Von Doom. But I do think we get some kind of tease of like that to really bookend phase four. Do you think... And I, and I don't know. Um, I don't know how they're they're going. Maybe they. Maybe this is a good way to to do this. But do you think Latveria becomes a little portion of Sokovia that gets uh, carved out from Sokovia, oh. like a maybe a a more ravaged area, Sokovia, and they become their. Uh, it starts to form and become its own nation, and you know Victor Von Doom emerges as this leader that you know that basically get they get uh, it kind of like a tenth Adam. Like it, yeah. like that, they kind of like they they're looking for a leader, and Von Doom beca- becomes that, and uh, he becomes Doctor Doom much later. And I think, and I hope Va- Victor Von Doom gets a Disney Plus sh- a series and shows the rise of uh, Doctor Doom. That, that's a aside, but that might be a decent idea to have its origins in the MCU and and basically change it from what we got in what we get in Marvel Comics. Yeah, because we imagine Sokovia has been pretty much destroyed after the events of Age of Ultron. So maybe Latveria rises in its place and and Dr. Do- I like that. I, I think that's a possibility. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Oh, I do have one more. Is uh, Mephesto in this movie? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, supposedly he's going to be in Ironheart. Uh, real quick, we're going to run out, but a couple of quick Marvel things. Sasha Baron Cohen supposedly playing Mephisto in Ironheart. Will you believe it? Uh, not until I see it. Just like <laughs> your whole uh, Black Adam thing. I think uh, it's been mentioned so many times and uh, uh, rumored in so many series by people and fans and all that stuff so i know i don't i will uh, i i believe it but i want to see it before i like oh (laughs) yeah i i know there is a magical twist apparently to ironheart which is interesting especially because this is a technical hero but i i am like you i will believe it when i see it because i don't know and if it's sasha baron cohen that's an interesting but well-casted Opportunity, I think that him as Mephisto would be very, very interesting. One other person that has done really well and as one of our favorite actors, I think, especially after the after the show, The Watchmen, uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen II is set to star in the Wonder Man series that hasn't been officially announced, but we know Ben Kingsley is in it, and now we know that Yahya is set to star in that show whenever it comes out at some point, maybe in phase six 
somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him in The Watchmen. Not so much in Aquaman, um, <laughs> but I think, but I, I didn't like the campiness of the yeah. of, of some of that. But um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's a. I think he's an up and coming actor, and I think um, you know, I'm uh, I'm all for giving uh, giving somebody another shot. Um, hell, I was so wrong on John Cena with uh, uh, with uh, with Peacemaker, which I'm. Well, I'll say I was wrong. But he was so bad in the other stuff that he's been in. <laughs> so, like, you know, people have, you know, it's not, you know, it's not black and white. You can't, you can improve. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, his last performance in The Watchmen was so much better than what he gave in Aquaman. So, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm very excited. I really like Yaya's work, especially with Watchmen and and everything that he's done. He's a really great actor. I'm assuming it's going to be Simon Williams that he'll be playing. And I'm assuming they are going to go the Hollywood route uh, of him being maybe an actor or stuntman because Ben Kingsley is involved. Mm -hmm. And with what we know of Trevor Slattery, it has to be acting related, which, which has me excited. We'll have to wait and see maybe at the investors uh, call that they normally have in December. We'll find out more uh, like Mm -hmm. a confirmation of some kind. Last thing vision series is in the works, possibly vision quest. You excited? Um, yeah, uh, I think so. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, more Paul Bettany and, uh, possibly Elizabeth Olsen. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. It's, I, I don't, you know, it's not going to be one of those things that's going to, well, I don't think it's going to change the shape of where the MCU is going. It's just going to, you know, be one of those things that's going to just make, you know, it's, uh, the topper on phase five, I guess you would say like, uh, it's, uh, it's not, it's going to be, it's not your meat and potatoes. Like, uh, Ant-Man is going to be right. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Or, or Loki for that matter, or Moon Knight. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be, uh, one of those side series where like, Oh, okay. Like Hawkeye, or I, I think, um, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, your garnish. It's going to be nice to have Paul Bettany and vision still in MCU. And, um, I guess his, quest to find himself so you know I'm, I'm, I'm good with it yeah his quest to to figure out who he is and and like rediscover him being him being the vision that we know uh it would be exciting series i'm excited to see it whenever it comes out another one where it's like who knows where it fits into everything uh and there is some casting news for agatha coven of chaos which that seems to be going on production very very soon but that's pretty much it for this marvel centric episode we had to do a short one because we're both very very busy And we're recording this a little later than we normally do. We're recording this on Tuesday, November 8th, just a few days away from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We'll give you maybe a spoiler edition, maybe a non-spoiler review of that on issue 456. But until then, we'll talk to you guys later. You can always follow us on social media. I'm at Producer Mike 975. And I am at One Punch. And happy Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yep. See you.